Hello again, and welcome to the Master's Voice. I am Celestial, and you are welcome to this channel. To old and new subscribers alike, you are very welcome. The prophecy for today is... I think it is three years old. It is from October 20th, 2019. So that would make it roughly three years old. And the title of the prophecy is this. America is broke. And this is a prophecy that gradually goes from explanatory to very difficult to hear. And so um, some things people will hear them and say, yes, we know, we know. But please remember that before the signs of financial decline and financial cracking and financial sliding into the abyss, so to speak, before those things began to really show up in 2019, God was already speaking to the day when American money would not carry power anymore, the buying power of the U.S. dollar would drop. And even in times previous, such as in 20, 2018, and as far back as 2015, God was showing me dreams such as the dream that I've often spoken of where um, I saw myself and my siblings and we were traveling in a large group with people. So at times this world in the dreams, in the prophecies, always looks so nomadic. You can't really stay anywhere for a long period of time. You can't really rest anywhere. And so uh, we were traveling and what we were walking on, what we kept stepping on as we walked was um, all the different currencies. We were walking on Pound and Deutschmark and the Lira and um, the U.S. dollar money and the euro money was just scattered on the ground and we were just walking on it because we had apparently come to a time in human life, human history, where money had no value anymore. And so this was a very blunt prophecy that the Lord just uh, gave me one day when I woke up. He just went to Jeremiah 15. The title, the title excuse me, of this prophecy is America is Broke. America is broke, October the 20th, 2019. And the banner scripture is this, can anyone break iron, the Northern iron and the bronze? Your wealth and your treasures I will give as plunder without price because of all your sins throughout your territories. And I will make you cross over with your enemies into a land which you do not know. For a fire is kindled in my anger, which will burn upon you. Jeremiah 15, 12 to 14. And so when I woke up that morning, the Lord will sometimes give me an instruction, depending on what the word for the day is going to be, or just things that he wants to teach me to open up these prophecies to me further. And as I was reading Jeremiah 15, I was hearing from the Lord several prophetic words as I read that chapter. And then this is one of them. God says, there is no money in America. The nation is bankrupt. There is nothing more to sell. There is nothing more to transfer over to foreign partnership and ownership. There is nothing more to privatize. America has no money. This is the shameful secret of the leaders of this nation for more years than can be counted they print what they do not have. There is nothing left to say about it. The final curtain comes. So some of these aspects of the prophecy, I've already said that they go deeper into 
the financial nitty-gritty of things than I know. Now, I understand about privatization, which is taking public entities and actually selling them off to corporations so that you can make them viable. Again, many countries in the developing world do that. They're not able to run their power stations. They're not able to run their gas stations, you know, their um, crude oil and things like that. And so they hand them over to corporations or sometimes they do what is called public-private partnerships where the government is working with the private company to try and make this aspect of the government, whether it's water, it's sewage treatment, whether it's electricity, to try and make that national asset that so many millions of people depend on functional. But God is saying here that America has, without her people knowing, sold a lot of things that they think the government owns to foreign countries. So the debt of America is so incredible that after she got tired of giving out government bonds that have been steadily decreasing in value, it came to the point of bankruptcy and with nothing more to sell, they started selling off national assets. So um, things that people think the government owns, it doesn't own anymore. It's actually been handed over to either a foreign partnership or total foreign ownership. And America still has no money. And God says this is a, this is a shameful secret that the, the leaders have been hiding for more years than Americans can believe. So when we start to see this unraveling of the financial merry-go-round that the Lord has already declared on this channel will come, I will try to link some of the prophecies in the description for you to watch the video and for you to go back and read. God is saying that it's not a new thing. It is actually the final crumbling of a process that has been going on even when it has looked like America has been in a very prosperous cycle. I think they called it a bull market or something. Well, that has all been a facade. That has all been false. God says that the government keeps printing money that they don't have in order to keep the cycle going. And he continued and he said, because you are a debtor, you do not have rights. You do not have a voice when you owe people money. So you don't get to call the shots. You don't get a bargaining position or a seat at the table. America, all you have left is bravado. All you have left is threats. All you have left is goodwill, sly negotiation, and underhanded tricks. But that will not hold off your creditors indefinitely, nor will it halt your fast approaching downfall. Your economy is hanging by a thread. There's nothing, there's already nothing of value in it anymore. You only have a few hard assets and those will be taken as spoils of war when the relevant time comes. Your captors will delight themselves with your hidden gold and silver and fine jewelry and luxury cars and whatever else you thought you had hidden away. Underground storehouses will be raided and the art and other fine treasures that you were keeping for yourselves, things like that will be brought out for auction to private buyers at the highest price. Everything will be exposed. Your secret key codes, your secret passwords for your hidden treasures will be exposed and brought to light. This even includes human beings even people will be bought and sold by public auction as it was in the old days and the cries of slavery will be heard again in this land. 
So we can see there's definitely a thread that the Lord has preserved until the final time of this work. To say that the end of this country is that not only will she lose her economic bargaining power, because God says when you owe people money, you don't actually get to call the shots. The reason that America has remained as strong a voice internationally as she has is because this country is excellent at hiding the reality from the citizens. When a country is transparent, or at least moderately transparent, with its citizens, the citizens get to have enough real input to turn the nation back to righteousness. So no one who looks even briefly at history can deny that this nation had a straight and narrow track for a very long time. Not saying that any statesmen are perfect or anything like that. Americans used to hold their leaders accountable. Americans were holding their leaders accountable not because they were the monitoring spirits of the leaders. Americans were practicing righteousness in their homes. When righteousness is the foundation of homes, the people in those homes do not tolerate the growth in their midst of things like rampant greed and changing the laws to favor evil. So in the days when people held the righteous standard of Jesus Christ high, not claiming that the nation was perfect because it certainly was upholding great evils like genocides of peoples and things like that, but because they were holding a foundation simultaneously that insisted in God we trust. You didn't have the right of these, you didn't have the rise of these hyper bankings and you didn't have people just breaking down the financial laws and taking people off the gold standard and stuff like that. And so the average person could put their money in the bank and walk back there a year and see that at least it had gained five bucks or something like that, something to make them know it was worthwhile to continue with the banks. But when the cornerstone of righteousness keeps being chipped away, let's break this down and let's do Roe versus Wade and let's have, okay, these guys have campaigned for so long. Let us allow the first pride parade. America, you messed up. The day you allowed, I do not know the date, but the day this nation allowed the first rainbow flag to hit the public thoroughfares and to walk even two blocks what you told God is, we looked at the way you designed things since the garden. We took a good look and we didn't see two men there, but we are going to improve upon the original design. The minute this country did that, you truly solidified yourself in the spirit as one who fights against Jesus Christ. And I have always said very patiently, you can fight against anyone in your family. You can fight against the person who breaks into your house. When you fight against Jesus, you have decided to dig for yourself a perfectly measured grave into which he will one day place you because you dared to rage against the Most High. And so it will not just be loss of money. It will not just be loss of having a bargaining seat at the table. God says when you are a debtor, you've actually lost your bargaining seat at the table. And this is why many Americans do not understand when they look out and they see America beginning to slip dangerously in the estimation or in the rankings against other countries. It causes a lot of anger 
in the citizens. And this is because they don't understand that they're getting the due reward for fighting against God, breaking up the foundational cornerstones, and also just printing money as if money is paper. No pun intended. So the economy will fall because God says there's nothing valuable in it anymore except the hard assets. And even the hard assets are going to become spoils of war. And in the old prophecies, I used to tell people that God is so precise that when I'm seeing those visions of the Russians and the Chinese coming here, I saw those people were taking out the rivets out of rubble. And I found it so strange. Like, what do you need a metal rivet for? Well, they were collecting all those rivets and they were loading them up on ships to take them back to their countries for whatever they were taking them back for. I have endeavored with all my heart to tell people that when you are listening to these prophecies, tune in and let everything else fall away. When will this happen? This doesn't make sense. That doesn't make sense. You're not listening. You are simply not listening. And I cannot continue on with that trying to piece it together for people anymore. I have said very clearly that the end of America does not mean the end of everybody else. America assumes that in order for her to be destroyed, this is what is in our hearts here. People believe this nation is so central to life on planet Earth that in order for her to be destroyed, the whole world will have to come to a halt and go into the rapture early before anyone could touch America. That is not so. Revelation 18, if you study it in depth, it talks about kings of the earth. It talks about merchants of the earth. That means that India and Norway and everybody else is going to be just fine. Maybe not perfectly fine. Because you cannot take such a massive cog out of the global economy. You cannot take such a massive cog out of the world and think that the world is going to keep ticking along perfectly. God is perfectly able to judge this nation the way he used to judge Israel in the midst of all the pagan nations. And all the pagan nations did exactly what it says, Revelation 18. They stood afar off and they would watch God take the Israelites away shackled and naked, either to Babylon or wherever else they were going. And those other nations were still there. The world will continue when America comes to her judgment. Please have an understanding of that. This is why God has said in many prophecies that to those who flee and to those he shows mercy and leads them to a new covenant home. He said that one of the things that Americans will learn in those covenant homes is that it is better to be nice to people when they come to your country and to at least have some kind of understanding because you never know when the day will come when you will be fleeing as they fled, when you will be the refugee that they were, and you will be in a foreign country watching God deal with this place brick by brick, line by line. And God says that those people will cry and cry to see the judgment of this nation. And when people ask them, what is your story? He said that it will be even the punishment of survivors to tell the story again and again of how America defied God. And God brought her to her knees first and then to her end so God says that nothing will stay here except what is nailed down, like real buildings and infrastructure, but everything else that is removable. And I'm talking about little rivets. Chinese people will unwind those rivets 
and one rivet will join two and two will join 12 until they form a big hill of scrap metal and they will take it away for whatever. And God says that it is captured Americans. You will do the heavy lifting and the hard work of this yourself. It is captured people who will be loading those ships. And God says, excuse me, please, that if there are any kind of war machines here, tanks here, uh, I don't know what they have. Boats, war boats and war planes and tanks and any other things that I may not know that people use in the war. He said that they will load those things and it will be as if a harsh wind is blowing away everything. God says that foreign occupation forces will live in American houses. Uh, there is a dream called the Russian occupation, but I'm not going to make that one. I think that when you hit 20 dreams about um, um, Russia and you publish all those dreams, I think enough has been said. Foreign occupation forces will come and live in the houses and be driving people's cars and sleeping with people's wives. And this is part of the punishment of falling prey to your enemies. None of this is new. All of it is in the Bible, that your wife will be ravished in front of you. And that is because there was a history of wife ravishing here in the past. God says that people's wives and daughters will be taken. I've shared it in the old prophecies. These Russian soldiers, they were, he called it, choose for themselves wives. It is just a euphemism for what people do in war. You cannot come all the way from the Kremlin, all the way here, and be stuck here for a year or two or however long these people will hold their occupation. And maybe your wife, Helga, didn't come with you. And they will just take females here. And I saw that when a Russian took you, and I mean just selected you, you became a by-force wife. I've covered this in uh, Asian Asian culture. This happened historically with the Japanese, what they did to Koreans and other, I think, Filipinos. And it's called being a comfort wife. These are some of the horrors of war. These are the horrors of war. And if we did not want the horrors of war, we should not sin the horrible sins against God. The horrible sins that are, um, excuse me, please, that are holding prime time spots on late night television right now. We cannot be pretenders in front of God. I keep beseeching the people of this country and saying, can you not hear how harsh these prophecies are? And in all you're figuring out, can you not figure out that the reason I've never come in all these years to say, I am so joyous to report that the heart of God has softened. I have been sent back like Isaiah to Hezekiah to say the judgment is set aside because we have repented. We who love to quote, if my people called by my name, well, we repented like Nineveh. The whole nation put on sackcloth. The whole nation cried about the abortions. The whole nation cried about the past genocides. The whole nation cried about the perversion the gender confusion, the nation as one man arose against seeing these babies showing up in videos at drag shows. And God was so impressed that God said all the prophecies of the master's voice have fallen away and America is forgiven. 
Have you not put two and two in all the adding that the prophecy buffs have done? Have you not added up the most important equation by now to know that we live in a hardened nation with a brass forehead, a brass neck, and an iron heart that refuses to acknowledge that the way she has become is evil in the sight of God? How does the nation still expect mercy from a God they will not ask mercy of? It is only individuals crying out for the individual's lives and the individual's two children that have crossed gender and don't want to listen to their mother and father, no matter how much the mother and father plead with them. That's all that's left. Individual righteousness as a, as a little coat as a little robe, and you just try to keep that thing clean as you go about your daily life, trusting that because God loves a clean robe, you will be under the shadow of the Most High. That is why the prophecies have only gotten harder and more brass over the years, because the nation is hardened and more brass than she was when I started receiving these things in 2012. It was nowhere near this blunt in 2012, but now it cuts like a knife and it's because only a knife will work on this stone. So God says that whatever can be taken away will be taken away. And when this foreign occupation comes, people will, they will just acquaint themselves with all the assets that are here living in the houses, taking women uh, as they want, packing men off to go and work, work here and work abroad and God says that you, you you will watch all this taking place he means that just the nation in general you will see all this happening and you will be driven mad from looking and staring until you hate being alive then you will know that I am the God who judges all things and I repay the wicked step for step pound for pound and flesh for flesh. This is the prophecy, America is broke, a prophecy that escalated from talking about money and loss of international influence to coming down to the brass tacks of loss, judgment, captivity, and everything that goes along with it. I'm completing the prophecies of the master's voice. Thank you for being with me, and until I see you again, goodbye.